It's your boy King Willow. It's your boy King Cash. And we're here to deliver some of the best basketball content that you could possibly get from the trenches. Alright? So, I don't know if y'all been tuned in or if y'all been watching the NBA playoffs. They've been going down. Um, a lot of a lot of things been happening that was against expectations, but a lot of things been happening that have been following the expectations. And one thing I want to I wanna mention is Trey Young is ice cold. Miami Heat got an additional six-man. Jason Tatum is really the truth. Chris Paul is the truth. And Giannis is a bully. But before we get into all of that, I got one question that I want my viewers to answer at the end of this podcast, right? If you had to choose three big men from today's basketball to get you 20 rebounds in two quarters, who would you pick? You can let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Click that notification bell to stay updated. Let's get it. So, Buzzin, I know you've been watching the basketball games. Like, I mean, you always tuned in. You don't really be missing the beat. Mm-mm, you can't know. miss it. I love basketball, man. How you feeling about uh, game one so far? Game ones, we're going to talk about the game ones. We're going to talk about, I want to hear your opinion on the Boston Celtics and the Nets, Miami and Atlanta, Bucks and the Bulls, and then I want to hear your opinion on Phoenix and the Pelicans. Okay, so who we starting off with first? First uh, game, I think. Um, a lot of the first games kind of surprised me. Some of them didn't. Um, who who played the first first game that that was on TV? I think it was Atlanta and Miami. Atlanta and Miami. Mm-hmm. And that game, I ain't gonna lie, I was really surprised at how Miami frustrated Trey so badly. They really are missing Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that. And then it's it's like Clint. And, and Trey, that, that one-two punch is so needed for them because it opens up Trey's threes. You feel me? And then now John Collins is coming back. He didn't really have an impactful game one, so they just got bullied. OD. Straight up. like. And Duncan Robinson went crazy. I was just about to say that. Crazy. In addition to that, you know, Trey Young's backup is like Miami Heat's third option. Hmm. That's something, that's something really to think about that's because crazy. Miami's deep. They deep, but they got a lot of undrafted players. Like, I I, I keep reiterating that to people, that. and I keep thinking that. Like, they have a lot of undrafted players. That really means that their scouting, their 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 organization is elite. Mm-hmm. And even their, their uh, player development. Mm-hmm. Them and Golden State, their organizations with player development is elite. To the core. To the core because the they could have somebody young be there for two, three years, and then you, they just emerge as a, you feel me, like one of those players in your rotation that is just consistent. Let's throw the Bucks in there too. Consistent. The, yeah, the Bucks too. The Bucks, Bucks too. Because Great they really worked hard with Giannis. Um, shit. Going into that game, bro, I mean, the one, I'm, I was flabbergasted not only by Duncan Robinson, but Trey Young, they held him to one for 12 shooting. You, you just showed me a post. With some real deep stats that we're gonna talk about on Saturday, but mm-hmm. he's been cold. Yeah, not even it's not even just cold. He hasn't been in a rhythm since the playing game, and it's I think it's because of their defense. Though of course it's because of their defense. They hounded him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's only his he had a he had a decent game too, but it wasn't the type of game too that you would expect 
for him to come back from game one because game one was just like you could see it in his face. He was he was tight, tight. He wasn't even talking. Trey is the biggest shit talker. He wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely known to get his opponents upset. He, he him and Luca they both do the same thing. If you ask me. Right. And he he that's one of his worst shooting games, as a matter of fact, for Trey Young. The last time was March sixteenth, and the other was February twenty fourth. Mm. Both games he only made three field goals. Yeah. And I think in both of those games too, he pretty much carrying the team. Yeah, because they got smacked game one. Yeah, D. Robinson came out the darkness, and his game, well, Miami, and like talking about Miami. They basketball right now relies entirely on they rotate like they second rotation. Like Miami isn't Miami without that second rotation. So you know you be watching the games, you mm-hmm. see like, all right, boom, they got the, they got JB out there, Bam out of bio, Kyle Lowry. When they sit down and then they bring in Gabe Vincent, Max Strauss, yeah, they they, they still strong. That's still what I'm saying. Strong. They still strong, even stronger, because those are the same players that's willing to take the risk. And those players really can create their own shot still. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the offense is never really stagnant. And they could st- some of them, uh, what was his name, Strauss? Max Strauss. Max, he could shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you he, feel me? And streaky. then you got t- you got Hero, his six-man. Super streak. And then Duncan Robinson is like six-man part two. Yep. So, but he had a he had a good game one. He had a bad game two. We're going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, your boy... Uh, Tyler Harrow, he wants, well, he's Miami's sixth man, right? Mm-hmm. And after watching Duncan Robinson perform the way he performed, it just brought one question to me, bro. Like, would you consider Miami to have two six men, te- technically? It's just that Duncan Robinson don't probably get, like, the clout for it. Uh, he don't, or sometimes he don't get as much minutes. But, yeah, I would, because they're a hard-working team. They're playing really good right now, too. That's a, that's just a hard-working team from when D-Wade was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's what they're built on. Hard-working so, culture. All right. So, if you're going to play hard, you, you're you going to get some buckets. Mm. Back to what you said about that undrafted. That's something that's actually been happening very common as of lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let y'all know, the game of basketball is changing. So, we were used to seeing the big three ever taking a huge inc- uh, like inc- like rise in the in the NBA world, a bunch of teams trying to get big threes and everything. Now we're seeing teams having multiple players that could score 15, 16, 17 points, and it'd be like in a row. So like if you check the stats, you would see like six or seven players in the rotation that have double digits, and no one would even have thirty. It'd just be like seven players with twenty to sixteen points. That's what we're starting to see more of in the NBA, which is good teamwork. Mm-hmm. That's good basketball. I mean, the ball is moving around. Miami, one of the best teams to do it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, about that series, though, we ain't going to dive deep into what's going on right now, but what's your confidence level? Right? You think Trey Young could pull off a comeback? Uh, I, I, I hopefully, I, I'm hoping that he comes back strong, feel me? Game two, game three, especially game four, because if not, it's looking like bring the brooms out. Yeah, sweet. And that's gonna be, that's gonna be tough because then they are gonna have to go back to the drum board and see, see what they could do. You feel me? See who they gonna keep, trade. Feel me? Add on, see what they are gonna do in the draft, who they wanna draft, things of that nature. So the Hawks got a lot of the Hawks owner has a 
lot to think about over the summertime mm-hmm. if they get swept. Because he was already thinking about feel me, making some trades and saying that this team, their, their expectations from last year going to the Eastern Conference Finals was high. So having a a subpar season and getting into the final I mean getting into the playoffs the way they did he wasn't he wasn't uh he wasn't happy about that so so what's something you think that the Hawks right now could do better moving forward they need to play, play some better defense and hopefully get Clint Capella back hmm. I mean that's the most that they better do yeah that's but a they, solid one they wasn't gonna win the series you know what I mean they not they wasn't gonna beat the the one seed Miami so so, like, basically what you're saying is nothing that they could do at this point to change their circumstance? Nah. Nah, they playing for no reason? It's, nah, they not playing for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play, but they get paid. So, what do you think is something that they could have done differently, you know, starting the starting the series off? Maybe they could have, feel me, found different ways how to get Trey off the ball to get some open shots because him having eight points game one it was crazy mm-hmm. so you feel me he's he always got the ball in hand he, he controls the the controls the offense so him getting off the ball maybe they need somebody else you feel me handle the ball bring the ball up and then get him open like Steph or like Jordan Poole doing right now so so I mean they gotta find some different ways okay you know what I, I'm, I'm gonna sit there and agree with you because the game, like I said, the game is changing. If that team wants to get anywhere, they're going to have to acquire some real solid players, especially the battle in the Eastern Conference because it's, it's stacked right now. The East is sort of kind of stacked right now. Yeah, it's stacked, and then it's wide open at the same time. Yeah, there's no – Because it's only really like three, four teams that is elite and, and up in the stratosphere of finals. So, and it's really like two – when you really think about it, so. But there's no real margin for error right now, though. There's no real margin for error. I don't for think a team with nothing to lose, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's no real margin for error. But really, though, uh, I I got Atlanta at least being able to pull off one game. If they could pull off one game, then they solid. I ain't going to hold them against that one. Let's talk about the Celtics and the Nets, though. That one is spicy. Um... Kyrie, that guy's a crazy. That guy's a, a crazy man when he on an empty stomach. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, my son fasting right now. Yeah, when he not eating, he's a savage. I just want to put it out there that as a New Yorker, that's regular, bro. Like what he said to the fans, how he was moving to the fans, that's regular New York shit. Like when you from New York, that's just how we greet each other. Like you might be walking down the block and you think you are gonna get a friendly hello, but really you are gonna get an SMD, and it'd be like that. Yeah. And it's not even just it. I mean, because he really did. He played ball in New York, so I mean, he's kind of like growing up in New York. He got mad family in New York. You know, he a Jersey, but boy. he you feel me? He a Jersey he's boy, Jersey so boy. it's, it's about the it's, it's tri-state area. So yeah. you you probably got the same energy. So you walking down the block, you probably get you, like you feel me? You feel shouty. you old Once you old then it's like ah, uh, it's like when you at in school back in the day. You feel me? Like and somebody keep joking on you. You really not in the mood. You're yeah, like, after a while, you like, gonna be like, all right, Brian. Or you that's not even your that's not even your your. Your associate or friend like that to be playing with, so it's just like, bro, why yeah, is you talking enough, to me? Because that's what it really is with with him and the, the Boston fans. They not really associates. They just like, all right, they fans. You they feel bystanders. Me? Like, yeah. So for a bystander to, to trying to 
be on your back and joke on you, it's like, bro, you could, you could take that. You could take the Frank stand. That's tough. That's tough, though. I'm not going to lie. That's tough. Right. Um, as far as the series is going, uh, they beat the Nets um, the first game, and they had no answer for Jason Tatum. On top of that, he hit the game winner, and in the midst of the fans uh, bothering Kyrie and getting all up on Kyrie, they pretty much, I guess they stole the momentum from Brooklyn, you think, would you say? Like, they wouldn't be able to continue the game at that level if their highest scoring player wasn't even, like, centered on the game? What you mean? Like, all right, boom. So, you see, game one, Boston beat the Nets. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that Which was a crazy ending That was a Yo that was a crazy ending If y'all seen the game That was crazy Yeah JT hit the game winner If Do you think that A lot of what's going on Like with the, with the fans in Boston And with Kyrie Is playing a, a huge role On the way things are shaping out With them on the basketball court Nah nah Not at all Nah you think he's like Really able to block all that out Yeah You seen what he was doing He started the game He looked like he Played better mad When he upset right Killing boys And that's crazy bro Because how you hungry Killing. How you? No, no. He not even hungry. How you? He, how you, he probably really is hungry. Probably, he got to wait all day to eat. Probably. Got to wait all day to eat and drink. And then the fans doing all that. Yeah, you getting tight. You, you know you getting tight. I know he's get, he really getting super mad. You, you know. And then he, you could see it in the press conference. Like, bro, come on. He said we are gonna keep talking about the fans. Like that's not what we about to do here. So, ask me real questions or I'm gonna get up out of here. Yeah, they put. Um, I mean, my son, he tired of that. They've been talking about he. They've been talking about Kyrie all year, so it's like, bro. They put Bruce Brown on the jumbo jumbotron. You seen that? Nah. What, what he said about Robin Williams? He was like oh, about Robin Williams. He was like how uh, he not playing, so they gonna attack Horford and Thies all day. Yeah. They took that Twitter the quote. Cel- the Celtics they, need Robin Williams though. They put it on the jumbotron. I don't think they do. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not even gonna oh, they lie. Do, they if do. they could take this next game, this year. They do though. They need them. But how you feel about Game One though? Talk to me nice. I was I was loving game one. That's a that's a real playoff series. Let the fans know from a basketball player's perspective how intense that game is. That game was if you if I wish I was there, that's how you feel me, but being watching the game, you felt like you was there. That's how real the game was. That's how lit it was. Mm-hmm. And as a basketball fan, as a person that used to play basketball, you seen how like, nah bro, we not trying to lose this game and we not trying to let them win this game. Like, Feel me? We're not trying to lose this game at home. We need game one. That's, that's yeah. They need it. They need <laughs> we, it we nobody trying to go home because this is the first series. Like they needed that. Ah, uh, that's that's this is a series for real, for real. So, what game plan you think um, Brooklyn could have came into game one with that would have avoided it and them taking it out? I mean, it, whatever game plan they have, I feel like the only game plan that. Steve Nash has because he don't have no experience as a coach is just let Kyrie and KD go crazy and see if they could get people open and get some assists. I feel like that's his that's I feel like that's game his game plan. Like but what you call it? Listen, their game plan was fine because they lost by one. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like they that the Celtics need Robert Williams because if they would have had Robert Williams, it would have been more rebounds, more defense, and I feel like the Celtics would have won at least by seven or ten. And Brooklyn losing the rebounding battle off the rip. You feel me? Because they they're not strong down low. They not strong they're down not low. Strong and the most the most big that they got because Lamarcus Aldridge. I don't even I don't remember him playing. So you feel me? I don't remember the last time he even played. So it's Andre like, Drummond ain't it no more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's just KD because he's really six eleven, seven foot, and you got uh Nicholas Claxton. So if y'all watching too, right? If y'all been watching the uh, the Nets and Celtics games. 
you see how uh, Claxton and Drummond got a struggle down low, even playing against the Celtics without Robert Williams. So just imagine when Robert Williams does come back. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does come back. If he does come back, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the um the Brooklyn Nets could, they could lose four to one if he's there because they struggling down low. They can score as much points as they want, but if they can't play the rebounding battle correctly, then and they don't play no do. defense. They play no defense because the last play was crazy. Yeah, for Jason Tatum to get that smart close to the basket, ironically made the smart play. <laughs> but for Tatum to get that close to the basket in crunch time. KD had that was to a go good there. cut. That's how you know that's basketball. That right there was basketball at its finest. Cut. I'm surprised when your man KD didn't go is, to Twitter. Is going to the basket. I'm cut. surprised he didn't take it to Twitter. All, all young players that even tune into us, right? Like, whenever y'all tune into us, if you're watching this and you play basketball, whenever your teammate goes to the basket, if he shoots the ball, go to get the rebound. If he drives, cut with him. Because mm-hmm. maybe your man is not looking And he's looking at the basketball And then you could get The 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 basket Because yes, your man going to get the assist Yes sir Unselfish basketball that, And that's what they played That's what they need to continue to play and That's how they got that W I'm, I'm loving the fact that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown made it work And I'm, I'm loving the fact that they added Derek White To that Marcus Smart Defensive um, uh, Two way and Marcus Smart was named Defensive Player Lady of the Year. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations, buddy. Congratulations, you freckle face mop. And we and we called that. We called that too on Twitter. Yo, he ain't going to have a phone by the end of today. It's all right. <laughs> but we called that on Twitter. Yeah. Just know. Follow us. Yeah. DPOY, Marcus Smart. Who you got MVP? Just to throw it out there real quick. I got Giannis, Giannis. this year. Three-time yeah. MVP. I'm going with Giannis. That's my man. Jokic don't deserve it. Sorry. I feel like Giannis need a little bit more moves, but he getting there. He, he getting, getting there. there. He getting there. Getting there. Joel could win too, though. I wouldn't be mad if Joel won because they numbers was the same. So I wouldn't be mad if he won. Speaking of Giannis, bro, uh, the Bucks took off on the Bulls in game took one. Took off on them. Took off. I think they it they was, was smoking first them. First quarter was twenty one to nine. Yeah, they were smoking them for three quarters until twenty one to came nine. Back. I'm like, yo, nah, nah, nah. Chicago came back like the end of the first quarter. They caught up. It came back. They was down like but a good it wasn't, seven. Yeah, it wasn't nothing for them to close the gap that close. They was getting smoked for a good minute. Then they went back up like 15. Yeah, so. I'm like, nah, this is so I felt, crazy. I felt bad, though, because it's like, bro, like, Debo, he deserved his moment, bro. He been balling. I feel like he, he wasn't playing as as good. As None of them was. I predicted that, though, bro. He wasn't playing like, as good, though. I felt like Debo was going to probably be, like, a, a hit for the season because we ain't never really see him, like, get too shifty in the playoffs. Exactly. And he missed the playoffs with San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. He missed the playoffs with San Antonio, so he had he took some time away from that. Yeah. He need to get in his A game. And this is Zach Levine's first playoff. Yeah, that too. That's crazy, though. Because yeah. he's been in the league for, what, eight years? Eight years, now? seven, eight years. Yeah. Seven, eight seasons? Yeah. That's tough. It's your first playoff series. Chicago a, missed a lot of shots in that tough. game, too. Like, DeMar DeRozan took a good that's couple. That's kind of, yeah. Zach, he's going to, nah, yeah, that's kind of tough. You're going to have to, not a superstar yet. Nah, he never was a superstar, really, though. Not a star yet. Yeah, no. Oh, well, he, he yeah, not a star, because he got his all-star shot, and after that, it was crazy. Not a star yet. But if they could make some noise, man. That's another conversation. We're going yeah. to break that down one day. Yeah. We're going to. You know, for me, you gotta understand what tiers people are in. Superstars, 
Oh yeah, yeah, stars, definitely, definitely. We all definitely, stars and just regular good players. Definitely, we're gonna do an episode on that for sure. Feel me? We're gonna yeah. have a lot of segments on stuff like that. Be on the lookout. That's why I say, yeah, y'all better subscribe. If y'all don't subscribe, you lame. You gotta subscribe, bro. You lame. But anyway, bro, back to the Bucks and the Bulls. So, what's your expectations on that? Man? I mean, the Bucks is winning that, of course, sweep. man. We already know that. Man. Sweep. The Bucks yeah, is yeah. going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, we gonna call that a sweep. I'm with you on that one. Going to the Eastern. Nah, I don't. Finals. I don't know if it's gonna be a sweep. They got a. Today's Wednesday. They got Game One. Let's just see, bro. Hopefully, they can get it right. I mean. All the missed shot attempts, they got no defensive presence whatsoever. It's like every time Giannis touched the ball, he was able to make a quick dash, bro, to the basket. And he got most of his points in the basket. They didn't play no defense down low. So in addition to them missing shots, they didn't play any defense and they had no answer for Giannis. Nikola, Nikola Vucevic was playing hard, but that's not enough to be able to get through the, the bully ball that that man was bringing to them. To that small team. That team is very small. I don't think they got a big that's taller than 6'10". So, that's a big issue for them. What you think is something that the Bulls could have did different going into game one? I mean, they haven't beat a team over 600 in the regular season. So, honestly, I have no clue. Because I figured that they were just going to lose, period. So, I really don't know. I think they just need a whole new game plan, maybe. Because... Not beating any team from the East or the West, over 500, above 600. That mean that those teams was ranked, I mean, and, and seeded better than you also. So, how was you going to look in the playoffs? Try again next year, right? Yeah. That's, that mean it was, you was a regular season wonder. Um, uh, Phoenix beat the Pelicans in their game one. Chris Paul took over. I posted the highlights on my Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Make sure I go check us out at B Ball Trenches. That's all one word. Mm-hmm. Don't get it confused. He took over, pulling from three, driving. Point guard, of course. Point guard, killing. And CJ McCollum took a lot of shots. And they put the pressure on Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that. Phoenix so deep, bro. Pause. No homo, y'all. They got Cam Johnson. Macau Bridges, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, uh, 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 is it Tyler? Cameron Payne. Yeah, no Tyler. Cameron Payne, I forgot what's the last one. You know how deep that guard lineup is right there? Yeah. So that's why I was saying earlier, we're going to talk about the, the results of this happening on Saturday, though. With Devin Booker sitting out, that doesn't really change the direction of this game. Mm. All right, all right, okay. I, I'm, I'm wild. I'm wild. I'm wild. Yeah, it changes it somewhat, but they already showed us that. Regardless of what, they have enough firepower to put pressure. They do, but Devin. Then again, nobody's nobody's replacing Devin. So who's replacing that thirty points, that twenty five points? And you 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 saying that you saying that these people are going, these players are going to be consistent in giving you twenty five for the next two games. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We could both agree to say that that's not going to happen. But at the end of the day, bro, it's enough to smother Brandon Ingram in the event that Zion don't come back. If Zion come back with Devin Booker being out, then, yeah, they're going to get another game. That's if Zion come back. Or they could even get another game with B.I. Zion need to get on slim fast. Yeah. I mean, he gain weight, lose weight. You never know with him, bro. I ain't going to lie. But... Phoenix did they thing. How you felt about that one? Did that, did that give you any sign before the Pelicans won their last game that Phoenix was going to sweep them? Yeah, we tweeted that. Uh, I actually tweeted that. 
thought that they was going to definitely bring out the brooms early because this game was just, it was just like the Bucks, 21-9, and 23-5. And I'm like, wow, uh-huh. this is crazy because the Clippers would have probably put up a better fight than this. But you feel me, game two, which I'm going to get a recap of soon, they picked it up. So, okay, yeah, I should know that the series is tied. Yeah, 1-1. Phoenix won, Pelicans won after last night's game. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram did his thing. Mm-hmm. CJ McCollum, bro, you got to stop shooting those three. Them, like, stop taking so many threes. That's not your game. It, it's, nah, it's his, it's his game. He yeah, just takes he takes wrong. He takes sometimes wrong selected shots. Selected that's threes, that's just yeah. you feel me, and that's any that's any scorer sometimes you feel me, and that's a lot of that's a lot of young scorers. So be mindful, game. young players. Again, like I said, your shot selection is key. When, when people are watching, coaches are watching. Shot selection is key. When I wish, when I was a young player, I really realized that my shot selection was key. You feel me? So that's the same thing with CJ. You feel me? He'll put up twenty five shots, but ten of those shots wasn't good shots. You feel yeah, me? So you feel me? And sometimes he makes he makes shots that you be like, oh nah, why? You feel me? Oh, he took that. All right, and win it. You feel me? Some of these NBA players be making those, so they'd be like, all right, I could do it whenever. No. <laughs> no. Stick to taking your good shots, and then, all right, when you went hot, you feel me? You feeling it. Then you take that eye right, to people on me, like Devin Booker the other day. Boom. Hit that. You feel me? You feeling it. But he just be wilding sometimes. You feel me? He'll come off the screen and just want to pull a three when there's no need to. And you can see that he rushed the three. You so feel me? So it's like. Bro. Story. That's what I was seeing. You feel me? Pass the ball and get That's it back. You feel me? Pass the ball like, like Popovich and the Spurs used to do. Pass the ball around two times, and then you have a wide open three. Then that's why people back in the day didn't take threes because they wasn't wide open, so they feel like they wasn't gonna make it. Now people just pulling up from three as soon as they get. You feel me? Pass half court or pulling up from three as soon as they get the screen. Uh, come around. All right, I'm gonna pull up. No, bro. Can you pass Take the ball time. three times? Take your time. Word. Pass the ball three times. You feel me? Make the defense shift. Agreed. But Agreed. I that's, also, just, that's just my basketball IQ. I still feel like he should result in his mid-range game and leave the outside shooter for like uh, Jose Alvarado and those who could hit those shots. Like, let's get Jonas Valanciunas open for some threes. Uh, CJ hit them threes. He's like a 30, about like a 35 or above. A three-point shooter, we're going to be more accurate soon. We're going to definitely be more accurate, but he's definitely a high three-point shooter. In this series, bro? So, he's decent. He's decent, not a high three-point shooter. He's a decent three-point shooter because that's why that's why him and, you feel me, him and Dame and Portland was a one-two punch because they both could do the same thing. But that's why it's like, if you got two people on your, two, two people on your team that can do the same thing, it's kind of like, <laughs> that's, that's repetitive. So he's going to get stopped. All right, matter of fact, last As game, see. his last game, his game two, he was 60% from three. So that was really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You feel me? He decent. But the first game, he didn't really shoot that good from the three. And because he was taking bad shots. I wasn't happy with that one. I wasn't satisfied. Because I want to see the Pelicans at least get two games out of that one. Taking bad shots. But you know what? We ain't going to give y'all too much sauce. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Y'all just got to watch the games. Get a feel for it yourself. But I do appreciate y'all for tapping in to the Basketball Trenches podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at B-Ball Trenches. Follow us on Twitter at B-Ball Trenches. Subscribe. Click the notification bell below. Love it. Like it. Everything. Drop a comment. And get right We appreciate in. y'all. Before we completely get up out of here, we're going to answer our trivia question. The question was, if you got a chance to pick out of three, only three big men to get you 
20 rebounds in two quarters, who would you pick? I'm going with Giannis, Jokic, Jared Allen. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Rudy Gobert. Well, yeah, then you could get 10 and two. You could get 10 and 10, yeah. So I'm going to go with Rudy. I'm going to go with um, Giannis, of course, even though he's not listed as a center. My boy go crazy. And um, I don't want to take Jokic. I don't want to have the same person. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joel. Joel Embiid, of course. You had it there, ladies Joel and gentlemen. Possibly win the MVP. I'm gonna go Joel. Drop a comment below and name your top three big men that you feel would possibly give you 20 rebounds in two quarters. And like I said, subscribe. We love y'all. Holla. Friendships, 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 friendships.